looking for a podcast about nothing, then you are definitely in the right spot. Join Ross Peterson and Mark Charter each week as they discuss life, current events, and the things you are not allowed to talk about at work. Okay, hang on, because here we go. This is Ross and Mark, Jump the Shark. Jump the Shark is sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse can help you save thousands when you sell, and we can help you buy your next home as well. Google Charterhouse to see hundreds of great reviews or learn more about us at charterhouseiowa.com. Now here is the show. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Speaking of plums, we got someone we were just talking about uh, cell phone charger cords up up pee holes. Man, that, that story may, that makes you uncomfortable. Do you guys get hurt. that too? Where when you hear a story, sometimes my knees wiggle. I'll explain it as like my bones wiggle inside my skin. I can I don't know what I don't know how to explain it, but I get this weird like. What happens if I were to shake? What happens if I were to poke your belly button a little? That that, that, that feels weird to me. Yeah, that's a Pillsbury thing. Right, exactly. That's that. That's that feeling in your plums. We should announce our our guest today. We've got Sean Brecky and Joe Heyho from both from Community Choice. The first time I sent Joe Heyho's contact information to somebody, the first time, and I'd known Joe for a couple months. I I'd known him. I guess for maybe a, maybe a year or, or so. Sure, yeah. I had never thought of the OPP or the uh, Naughty by Nature Naughty song. By nature. Never had I sent that. And I sent it to our friend um, uh, Todd Kirk. And I wrote, hey, r- call Joe Hayho. And he instantly wrote back, like, whatever the yes. rest of it is. Yeah. yeah. You I down was with like, OPP? I, I was like, what the hell? How did I never think of... Hey, ho, hey. My wife no. and I walked into our reception to that song. That Dude, makes sense. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to say his last name and be in a bad mood. It's just <laughs> something about it. Like, normally when I come in, I'm like, hey, ho. You know, it's just, I don't know. There's just a lot of things you can do with it. Joe, what is your official position with Community Choice? I 69. I a mortgage <laughs> loan Stop it. The guy's a professional. <laughs> he's trying to be, he's trying to, as, as what? Build build his reputation, his already fine reputation. I don't like how you're always trying to stop me from being me. It's kind of rude, <laughs> to be yeah, honest. You're, you're trying to filter Mark here. All right, Joe, go ahead. Talk business. I'm a mortgage extraordinaire. What's how your, about that? What's your position? And 69. 69. <laughs> Mark, you you are helping me so much in my life. I wish you knew because... I the same what, conversation I the same conversation I'm having with you every day, which is like, hey man, not everyone is like you. <laughs> yeah. I'm using you at home. To oh, you nice. Told Mark that. I like to be. How used? many times have I told Mark that? <laughs> oh, hundred maybe already. We're pretty close to that. I think it's a weekly thing. But it's nothing but charter clones but, out there. But my wife is a lot like you in that she's awesome. She doesn't realize she's awesome. And that she doesn't sometimes realize that there are vastly different people from her. Yeah. Yep. You and her are vastly different in some ways. Like talk the conversations that we have, the conversations that we have on this show, the things you talk about with your wife, what we ha- what you had us do for your wife's birthday party, or yeah. you know when we ought to send us the, the yeah, lewd like stuff, that adult erotica. Exactly. Yeah. My, this stuff, my, I tell my wife this stuff, and she's like, 
who are these people? Where do you work? What planet is this that you go oh, to fun. In, the, uh, in the day? Because this is not anything we've ever been exposed to. Yeah, my girl, you got to admit, we're say, more fun, though. It's we're more a fun. Lo- it is a lot of fun. I love it. Yeah. I love it. My girlfriend will say, so what stories do you have from the office today? Yeah. I'm bored. Tell me some stories. That, oh, you, you, you could have like told our, her all about lunch like the other I, day. I, we I had a good t- lunch. I did tell her about lunch, and I, you know, I told her about the... the Charger cord urethra story. That's that not a, that's not an original that, from here that's though. Not from that's, here. I don't want I don't want rumors she, getting started then, about where that then yelled went at me from. For, said, <laughs> yeah. "Why the heck would you tell me that story right now?" Like she was yeah. so super cringy about it. All right, so Sean Brecky sixty nine's already been taken. What's your favorite <laughs> position with Community Choice? Ah, it's doggy, doggy style. style. <laughs> I am, Sean's uh, more of a reverse cowgirl type of guy. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm a consumer. Lending officer or account executive. So I do home equity loans, car loans, personal loans. How many like days that. have you guys had where you want to just go with the yes man route, the Jim Carrey, and mm-hmm. just say, you know what? Every person that comes in, yes. approved, yeah. done. Yes. Yep. Yeah, if only our underwriters would allow that. That would, <laughs> yeah. that that would make d- my job 10 times. Damn easier. underwriters. Yeah. Yeah, the federal government may frown on that one yeah. a little bit. They frown on a lot of things. They, yeah. they do. So bottom line, if you, need a, uh, if you want to buy a home or refinance a home, see Joe. If you yes. want money for anything else, see Sean. That's right. There you go. See? Super easy. easy. I warned these guys. These guys are on today because we were debating restaurants and food, uh, and we started all the conversation with uh, a recap of a question that got asked on the Morning Rush this morning about meatloaf. Was meatloaf or is meatloaf considered a one-star, two-star, three-star, or four-star food? Ross and me said, that's a stupid question, and immediately made me think of this. You know what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? Yes. I knew you'd go. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! It's great singing. So good. What is she doing? What is she I never doing? Know what she's doing. What is she even doing like, in there? I never know what she's doing. <laughs> oh, that's what a great scene. Yeah, so the so meatloaf good. thing came from out of nowhere, Williams. Oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. A guy uh, wrote us a tweet last night. And asked us to, uh, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I've listened to all these other debates on the Sports Fanatics. It's time these guys pick up the debate about meatloaf. Do you use brown gravy or ketchup? That was how the, the that, right. I'm, Joe, wow. you, you already wow. know. I'm, I'm with Wait, you. To, 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 I'm not a cook. So to make it or just like as the topping when you're he's, eating it. He's talking about it as the topping, yeah, as the dip, whatever yeah. you'd call it. Okay. Yeah. What you would drizzle or pour on top of I your meatloaf. I think I'm ketchup, but I don't cook. So I think that's what's on there, though, is ketchup. Yeah, most likely it's ketchup. Mm-hmm. That's ketchup that, that's the most common thing. And if it were brown gravy, you'd certainly know that it was brown okay. gravy because it would come on much later, and then it, it would be yeah. like mashed potatoes. Okay. Uh, and then the ketchup you put on in the baking process, yeah, and it kind of glazes right. on to the top. So that, that, that may yep. be why you're confused don't know about that but then but then you dip it in ketchup yeah too. a lot of people yeah. will bring ketchup to the table and as they're cutting it up they'll squirt ketchup on it on the, was there on a poll on this by the way that i can look up there, there is a okay. poll on i'm gonna i'm gonna see what the rush. official results were as ross is so describing this, this. yes yeah, so this At guy last i looked three star was winning. okay it started just as a tweet from this guy that said do you use brown gravy or ketchup that would the the premise was everyone likes meatloaf and everyone either uses brown gravy or ketchup which one of these do you choose and my response to him, I was the first one to respond. I said, I, I'm going to take option C. I use barbecue sauce. Oh. And, and some people were like, oh, that's interesting. Williams replies and says, meatloaf is a garbage food. Dude, Williams is a communist. 
I mean, people, pe- people want to know, people want to know why the forecast ended. I've been lying the whole time. It's because he's a communist. <laughs> That's why he has, Travis he has, ter- he has, him a communist this he has, morning he too. has, terri- he has terrible takes like that. William's having gar- a rough day. That's a garbage food. That, Come on, man. That's a comment from a guy who only enjoys missionary. What I wrote to him was that's a take from a guy that's never had a good meatloaf. Yeah. That's a guy that like that. Uh, we get we get lewd here, you know. That's like, have you ever met a guy that was like, man, I just, I don't really like blowjobs. <laughs> that's a guy really that's like, not getting blowjobs. Yeah, that's a guy that's hundred percent absolutely dude. right. So it's like, man, you just have not had a good meatloaf, yeah, dude, Because it's forty-year-old virgin point. describing the feeling of a breast <laughs> as a right. bag, of, bag sand. of sand. Come on, bag man. of sand, man. Come on. Because they're, they're probably, I, I would agree, there is good and bad meatloaf. So he, he could have just been jaded. Well, there's good and bad, bad, exactly. there's good and bad right. everything. Exactly. Right? There's good and bad everything. Especially when, you come to, when it comes to food like this. So, but, the, but the question you're right is dumb. So the question okay. was phrased, how would you rate meatloaf as a meal? Four star, three star, two star, one star. Uh, they have 1,147 votes. Good for them. They've got a good audience. Okay, so... Uh, four stars currently in third place. Three star leads at thirty six percent. One stars last at eighteen percent. Four stars twenty two percent. Now the question is, what do they mean mm-hmm. a four star meal? So four star, if that's their scale, is the best it can be. Right. The Joe, best meal. The man. best meal yeah. is meatloaf. Joe, that's, that's Joe took this the wrong way at first, yeah. or he yeah. heard the question wrong and well, said I a four star meal. And I got excited. You immediately said, "Oh, now I want meatloaf." Yeah. Okay. Joe and I are the exact same. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, but, and 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 the question, if if the question were just how much do you like meatloaf? One to four. One to four. It's I'm a four. a four. Yeah. Yeah. If it's how what it, the way it's phrased, I even as a guy that loves meatloaf, I think meatloaf's probably a two star. That's what I said. I one said two. Yeah. yeah. So here, so you're on death row, and and this might just be in the movies. I don't think I think this is legit. You can order whatever you want for yeah, that I last. Think that's meal. right, because you can find reason, with with so. the, yeah. within reason. But I think people are probably doing the lobster and the steak okay. and all of that stuff. So is anyone ordering meatloaf for their? Deathbed uh, meal? You know what? I would bet so. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to just Google meatloaf deathbed meal. And Sha- I bet Sean and I like Sean and I were on the same page. Like, if you said, what's the four-star, assuming that's the best, it's, you know, it's it's Wagyu beef, yep. it's uh, it's crab, it's lobster, it's filet mignon, right. it's stuff that's really good, really expensive, you don't have it all the time. Yep. Meatloaf's not in that yeah, category. Like I said to Joe, you're not going to a two or three star Michelin or Michelin star restaurant yeah. ordering meatloaf. Ordering it's meatloaf. not even going to be on the menu. It's not going to be an option. Can we all agree it's a very uh, the the name makes sense, but it's a terribly named food oh, product. Absolutely, there's nothing sexy about loaf. No, it's a great name for a musical artist. <laughs> yeah. Hey, meatloaf. Will you find something right away, Ross? Paradox Pounds. by the dashboard light is. That's right. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. went a rabbit hole with that one. Uh, I'm a, I, the, I didn't realize that you were talking. I was as I was looking this up and being amazed by this. Um, I'm a huge Meatloaf music yeah, fan. Yeah. I actually think he's a, and kind of gets a bad rap for being a different artist than he is. Did he hurt his career when he did Fight Club and had bitch tits? I mean, that was his career. But I feel like his career, career was, was over. over. Was yeah, yeah. At yeah. that point, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. A guy in 2016. I I just googled literally. Meatloaf death row or deathbed meal. And it came up with an article of the last meals of 2016's death row inmates. Wow. And uh, the very first one is a guy that had meatloaf. Wow. wow. Does it say what he was, what he was in for? Um, 
death row. murder. Oh my gosh. Aren't they all yeah, in for murder? Saying, how, like, you're murder not on death row unless you murdered somebody, right? convicted of the murder of a 12-year-old boy there, executed on April 6th, 2016. Time Spent sure. 17 years on death row, was 38 when he died via lethal injection. Okay, for his last meal, Val, Val, Vasquez requested Salisbury steak. And they gave him meatloaf? Well, uh, they, 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 I wonder if they're qualifying Salisbury steak as meatloaf. That's, That's two, two different things. I don't know. That's completely different. I'm going to give the controversial take of the day. That guy was obviously a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, How dare but, 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 yeah, let's show a little humanity at times. I'm okay with the last meal, you know? Yeah. We're about to literally kill you. It's one last no, meal. I have no problem with it, and I and to me, it, it's it would be a ribeye, be a medium rare. I'd probably want if it were that if it were to that point, I'd want corn on the cob, if that could be done. If it was just, in the summer, because I would want that last moment to remember all the memories yeah. that would come with eating corn on the cob. Dude, there's very few things that are better, in my opinion, than sweet corn in Iowa in the summertime, if done right. That is a good. I'm battle. with you. Good food, and, and and a lot of butter and a lot of salt. Hundred percent. I, I know that a lot of people you hear that and they go, "You could put butter and salt on a turd, and it's yeah. going to be good." <laughs> so, so speaking of, of sweet corn, uh, what, what is your style? Everybody has a different style, right? So you can do typewriter. You can do do a row and uh, mm -hmm. worry about your teeth. You can do holders or no holders on the ends. I grew up with holders, so I'm a holder guy. The corn-shaped holders. Correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you stab the ends of the corn. Hmm. Uh, does anybody eat it in an odd way? I go I typewriter. Mean, it's a messy I, 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 the food. Only, the only OCD thing that I do about corn is that this is weird. Maybe you guys do the same thing. I, when I do that typewriter, I will make sure that my teeth hit the same row the entire way across wow. on the top side. Oh, so if you got one kernel up too high, yeah, it's going like to bother that. you. I don't like that. And even because the kernels, they always go in a weird angle. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't, they, they don't go straight up and down the, the cob. But so I, but I always pick a row and then eat with my, I don't care about the bottom because my yeah. bottom teeth are going to kind of go vary from time. But I, it's, I don't know. It's kind of an OCD thing, yeah. but yeah. I don't like stuff getting in my teeth when I eat, so there's the downside of sweet corn. Yep. You just got to yeah. say, I'm going to do my two or three years, whatever you're going to eat, and worry, and worry about it later. Yeah. Did you guys have this childhood chore? When I think oh. sweet corn, now we have YouTube. We've got all these videos that say, oh, you steam it a little bit, and the, and the, uh, and the what, the husk? What, mm -hmm. Husk, right? Yeah. It just falls off or it makes it easy. I remember vividly sitting on the front porch of my house, a bag full of sweet corn that my mom just bought, and my job Shucking was to it? clean it. Still, do, I still do this. You yeah. guys don't. There are so many more easy ways to get yeah. that off versus like pulling each string off and make it time consuming. There are a lot of ways to get it off very, very I fast. I hate to be so idiotic here, or I absolutely still do it the way where we come you do home it the with time the, consuming. We come home with the paper sack full of yep. corn. I yep. go outside on the porch with a plastic sack for yep. garbage. You're, he's describing I, me at eleven yeah, years old. I peel yeah, them exactly. off. I take. I have a knife out there with me. You this cut off the edges. Ross. There's better ways. There's way better ways to do it now. But man, I like. 
Is it, is it the process? Do you enjoy? I, I enjoy no. it. Like doing I it with really your kids now. You like that that sound it makes as you're pulling it off it's, the corn. It's a, you don't you like get to sit the there and talk. Like it. that was the worst was part. The it's worst. not getting the, oh, like the husk of the leaves off. It's the strings that yeah, are that, and that's, get, oh, staying man, on. You're there. bringing back a lot of memories here because mm-hmm. that's my dad's pet. Can't you smell it on your hands as I'm describing this? I can feel it. I can literally feel it. Hairs and corn and lumps and mashed potatoes. That was my dad's. Yeah, dad would get so much. No lumps. And I we we did this like. Weeks ago, we did this where we were at my dad's house and I helped him shuck corn and we, or, you know, whatever you'd call it. Corn that. ready yet? Is it, is it time? No, my mom got it from some. We got some from Hy-Vee and Where? It yeah, it was bad. It was Everybody's got a spot no. to yeah. usually. I think mom got her from Hy-Vee too. A couple, it was, it was weeks ready. ago and it just was. Where I grew up in Ames, there was, yellow, a, there was a house white. three blocks away. We'd go down there and they'd set it up in their garage. They were, you know, got it from somewhere. Um, so we and, now, and now in Ankeny, in Ankeny, there's a, a truck that right sets down. up just down the road. Normally go, I just they, pull they up. have a giant sign that says grind. My wife, my wife, she, she, my wife hates feeling like she's inconveniencing people or not following the rules or whatever. It just makes her incredibly awkward. So the last time we did this last summer, which I, which I knew was totally okay. Cause she saw a couple other people that had parked in the lot and were like standing at the truck. I pulled my car up to the truck, rolled down my window, and I'm like, I'll take a dozen. And she packed up the dozen and handed it to me and gave her the money, which is completely legit. I was like, what are you doing? You're not supposed to do this. <laughs> this is fine. This is totally fine. Yeah, boy, that's a psychological thing right there because... Oh, it drives you crazy. How... Yeah, are you... I can describe a person and Mark. I I know your answer to this, and I and it's not a lie. I know what type of personality you have, but you guys have all seen that thing where it's a it's a it's an experiment on how we will follow what everybody else around us is doing. I've got a perfect example of this as you as you finish. What they do is they bring three people into a room. They tell them that they're going to be brought in to do an interview. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two of them are actors. And what they do is, while the people are sitting there in the room, they ring a bell. They just mm-hmm. ring, ding, and the two actors stand up. Mm-hmm. And they just keep filling out their survey. And, and the they third stand person up. looks at them like, what are you doing? Yes, exactly. You guys have all seen this, right? And then eventually then they, they, they call one of the people in. Eventually, yeah, all three, the, girl, the other person realizes, oh, when the bell rings, I'm supposed to stand up. And then when the bell rings again, I'm supposed to sit down. But the whole time, here's the beauty of it. The whole time she's questioning, why am I standing up? Yep. I don't, but know, she, but she I don't know why they're standing up. But she does it. And then eventually you call the two actors out of the room individually and you fill those two spots with two people that have no idea. Now you've got three people in the room that had no idea what they were doing and they're just standing up and sitting down whenever this bell rings. And and so Katie would be that, she'd be one of the like, it's like 90% of the human population. Sheeple. Well, there's, that's, that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay calling her that. She knows that she is too. She's, I see it, I, th- I think you said it better the first way, Mark, which is, your wife is very conscious of everybody else around her. Yeah. She wants too, too much so, though. You would to say, her you, detriment. Okay, that could be. But she's conscious of all these other people, and she doesn't want to be the one that stands out. She wants 100%. to fit in. She wants to okay. And for her, just, standing out is a nightmare. And I can imagine that even when she's trying to do the right thing, and somebody says, "Hey, you're not doing the right thing right enough," she feels uncomfortable. Oh, 100 percent. Okay. 
Yeah. You don't give a you're the guy that drives up through he pulls the line up and doesn't and get out of his car. Exactly. He just rolls the window I remember yeah. like there's I, a smarter way to I, skin I, the cat. Here. I pull up, I pull these examples all the time. I remember going to a movie theater once and the parking lot was jam-packed, but there was a curb available and it wasn't a yellow curb, it was just a curb and there was Lately. there was nobody parked on the curb at all. So I just parked on the curb and I was the first one to do it. She's like, "That's not a parking spot." I said, "I just made it one." So and then when we and then when we come out of the theater, yeah. guess what we see? No, my car wasn't towed. My car other was still there. Fifty other cars, lines all behind. Yeah. So I followed. But here's here's the one that drives me nuts. And my wife and I are way different. And I think I do it the right way, especially this time of year. Driving down the interstate, you see the uh, the old merge sign coming up. Road construction's going on, and you see the line of cars on the right lane that's a mile long, and the left lane is totally clear. I'm not getting in way in the back of the line i'm going to drive up a mile and i don't even cut people off because what happens is when it's stalled and they start going those natural gaps occur and i just drive 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 i see a natural gap i pull into it she goes god i hate it that it works out for you why does it well it it just does but again i'm not cutting anybody off i'm not talking about that i'm talking about just knowing i don't need to go to the back of this line now she's a back of the line person 100 percent every time what if i Told you you're actually doing it the right way. There you go. You guys, you guys know the zipper theory. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I think I don't know if he's talking about the zipper. I think he's talking the cars are are stopped. Yeah. And as they start to go again. Yeah, but that's but that is zipper theory. You're supposed to fill that empty space. the the most The most efficient way to get everybody through that. Uh, uh, what do they Merge. call that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gosh, what's the word when things... Not bottleneck. Just, bottle, thank you, yes. the bottleneck. The, the, the most efficient way to get everybody through that bottleneck is what's called the zipper theory, which is where everybody rushes to that point and then funnels together, give, gives each other turns yeah. to get into that one little spot. And, Ver- and versus back and Versus up. everybody getting in line. Because, yeah, there's slinky things that happen. When you talk about the natural uh, gaps that open up, you know, we all remember this from when we were kids and you'd go on field trips and you'd hang on, hang on to the person's hand in front of you. The person in front starts walking and you're in the back and you're like, I'm, I'm standing here, I'm standing here, I'm standing here, I'm standing here. And all of a sudden, wham, the line's going really fast and you're actually extending your arm way out. Yeah. And then what happens when everybody stops? Everybody stops, it's accordion back together. Yeah, so you get the slinky and accordion thing that happens just absolutely naturally at all time. So if you can apply the idea of putting everybody up in that bottleneck at one time and then that everybody's going to have that slinky effect yep. and if you can slam them together as the slinky as the slinkies yeah. happen then that's the quickest way so you're you're doing it right i'm with katie that i feel like a I think dick everybody else is doing it the opposite way so everybody thinks he's a dick because everybody's in the right lane already they're ob- no they're obeying they're exactly. they're, they're, they're not they're, they're doing the katie selfish thing. Yeah. They're, they're doing the katie thing they're, they're the 90 percent that are like okay everybody else is standing up and sitting down when the bell is happening the bell is ringing i'm going to stand up and i'm going to sit yeah. down i'm going to get in the left lane because that's what everybody else is doing yeah. do we do like it it is it's, it's a true psychology of people that you are, you're somebody that says, okay, I just, I'm part of this herd and I want the herd to be good. It's not a bad thing. You know, I don't, you, you, you take it to this cynical place where it's like, ah, oh, well, I, I, yeah, I don't this, this is why, this is why I take it to a cynical place on that particular one, because I'm the guy that as I'm flying past all these people waiting in line, they're thinking, who's that person think yeah. he is, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But again, no one's, 
getting denied anything by me doing this. No one's getting any time cut off of their day, et cetera. It's not like I'm not, it's never to the point where you have to, you know, get get in someone's way to accomplish this. Another one that's your local, uh, what would you guys do in this? And again, this is just, you're not affecting anybody by this, but but I'll use Bebop's because of this particular setup that they've got. So you drive to Bebop's today for lunch, Ross, and all you guys can answer this. Bebop says two lines, driver's side and passenger side pickup. You pull up, and this happens a lot, by the way, at Bebop's. You count, and there's uh, 10 cars in the driver's side pickup, and you're by yourself, and the passenger side pickup, which you order from the driver's side, right, has zero people. Okay, again, my wife, God bless her, love her. She's going driver's side pickup 100 times out of 100. No question about it. What would you guys do? I'm a passenger side pickup in that. I lean over and say, here's my card, here's my food. Yep, I've done that. It was really easy when I had my Jeep, my Wrangler, because you could... Smaller space. Yeah. Smaller space. I mean... Put it in neutral. Put the emergency brake on. Hop into the yeah. Passenger lean seat over. Do what you need to do. And do what you need to do, and then be back in it and drive away. And it was fine. And I I will lean across. I'm with you. If it's bad, if we're talking, there's five cars. In yeah. the, if there's if there's a car ordering and a car picking up food and one in between them, I'm probably just going to go because sure. I don't give a crap about that four minutes. We're talking about ten zero nine one right when something, something like and, that. And when I'm, I'm press for time. I'm, I will, I'll answer that question like, I'll do it, but it's not something that I'm going to do if it's just going to be yeah. quicker. If I it's going to save me 15 minutes, yeah. yeah. I can tell you this. I'm a passenger side guy now. I, I was never that guy. I was always go through the drive. What do you mean, I, what do you mean I now? It was, I thought what? it was against the rules. I didn't know you could do that. What, no what, what, what changed you? Just now? But yeah, just you guys This conversation? Me possible. <laughs> oh, man. God, a, this show is important. It's important. So, I was a passenger. I was a driver's side. Against the only. rules? You like you're going to get up to the window and they're like, <laughs> nope. no shoot for you. Nope. You do not. What the hell yeah. are you doing here, man? Exactly. They don't yeah. care. They don't Maybe that crap. goes to the 90%. I don't want to be that guy right. who people look at like, what the heck Sean, is that a doing? here's what you have to You have to understand. There's a chance that you're going to pull away from there and the guy is going to go, can you believe that yeah. jerk pulled and up I here? And then I won't care. Dude, yeah. it, but here's the thing. No matter what you do, people are going to say that. That's true. Yeah. Like, it, you're, there's a good chance you're going to drive through the other side, and the person's going to go, Psh, that jerk. Yeah, you see what color his forever. car was? <laughs> yeah. He's one of those goos that drives a black car, jerk. Yeah. This is a little bit of a conversation about you doing you. Man. Yeah. Just do, do what you need to do. And, again, there's a fine line here, everybody. There's a fine line between um, – caring about other people and being helpful to other people and, and trying to be a good member of society. We're not talking about things that are affecting society here. And or, but Mark, I, I, do, I do think that's what it is. It writes the people that drive the speed limit. It's yeah. the people that follow the curfew I mean, at nine o'clock. <laughs> it was right. It, the, yeah. These things are in place as like checks and it's not to, it, it's just like, Hey, this is what we think the yeah. norm should be. I don't think of people as not thinking for themselves. I just I, I look at it as they're really nice people. And yeah. I know your wife enough to know she's a really nice lady. So and she's not a dummy. So I think that she is looking at it as what can I do to be a nice person so that other people will have a better experience and, and you know maybe they'll think I'm a nice person yeah. and that's a benefit to it also. I think but, there is some of that mixed with a, a massive fear of judgment from other people. Don't want anyone to think that I'm not not a great person. 
Yeah. And I'm the same. I'm somewhat okay with I think for me it was avoiding the conversation of, hey, you're not supposed to do this. Like when I pull up and they then they like sort of see to me maybe me maybe that's the like salesperson maybe it's the salesperson in me that could be because I'd look at it like hey you know I'm really sorry about that you know I'm pressed for time right. I don't normally do it blah like, blah I just blah, don't blah, want blah. to have but some like I don't kid. but it's all a lie like, yeah. not even that I don't think <laughs> Ross I, I just think said sales upset. man what do you think it is come on I don't think that they would get upset. I don't. I, not because they're not. They don't care. It's not upset. I don't want some burger kid going. Hey man. You, you shouldn't do this, some like burger. Kid. So you know, some some pimple face burger kid going, don't don't do that again. Like, that, that, that that's when you. I don't need that. People don't life. want. First of all, they're not likely going to do that because people do not idea. like conflict. So they're not going to create conflict unless Which they have probably to. Probably me not. And if they the do basket. say that, you look at them and say, "Hey, burger boy, don't forget the ketchup." <laughs> you don't Which do they that. Always freaking Golly. do, man. They no. always do. No, yeah. you don't do it that way. You don't and, say, "Hey, burger boy, forget the ketchup." Yeah, the ranch is great, Brecky. You can, you can diffuse nine. First of all, Mark's right. Most people don't want confrontation, and they're just going to not say anything. Anybody that does come to you with confrontation, you can diffuse most of that with one question: Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because this is driver side pickup. <laughs> exactly. or no, pass, oh, no, passenger side pickup. Oh, passenger. oh sorry, man. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for my stuff. Yeah. See, you, see you next week. See you next week. We'll and, I, and then my, res- my, my response would be like, well, as you notice, there's nobody behind me. And did I slow down the process right. at right. all? And and when, cause most of the time when you say why to people, they're as they start to say it, they're going to realize, Oh, this is really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my why is really dumb. Yeah. And now, Oh, okay. You can yeah. say, Hey, the customer's always right. Buddy. So listen, we have to the change. That be at Hold on. I want to, I want to okay. get, I want to okay. get Joe's answer first right. on okay. this yeah, particular I, one. I've never thought about it to be completely honest with you. Um, for whatever reason, I was under the impression that the passenger side pickup had the order screen on the passenger no. side, which doesn't no. matter anyway because you can scream across the car. Yeah, yeah I've point. got sh- I've got short arms, so my only issue would be reaching and getting it. Oh, I admit, there's yeah. plenty of times where yeah. I put it in park and yeah. undo the seatbelt yeah. and reach. I would have no shame. There's a little effort involved if, with this. If there's ten cars in the driver's side and nobody in the passenger side, I am go. I will go through that. Now, granted. If there's 10 cars in line at Bebop's, I'm usually just driving by. Right. Anyway. There's plenty of I'm other options right there. But I will. I mean, sometimes I you just it, need to have your Bebop. So you're in the mood. I will make a point to yeah. do the passenger side while I'm by myself to see how it works. Yeah. Do it. You're, it it's so liberating. Change your it, life. Will, it, does, like, it feels like swimming upstream. I it's mean, most, awesome. Most you're most like, oh, will, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm most doing people it. Will vouch. Like, I, I won't do it with any consciousness of this person, you know, having ill will towards me. To, to do yeah, that. So right. I don't give a shit. I, yeah. am, I instinctively, as we're talking about this, I instinctively think I kind of seek these things out. Like, I'm all, Ross, you said a different way to, this, to skin a cat, right? Mm-hmm. So if you go to Target and there's a long line of people, I'm immediately looking around for another option. Yeah. I'm not a, man, this is what it is. Right. Yeah. I'm like, well, maybe there's one open and the light's not on, or maybe I can, whatever, whatever, right? Like somebody the only time hey, the yeah, maybe I can get someone open a lane. The or, only time or whatever. to get in a big line is at a farmer's market. It's the only time sure. that you should fall, when, that's the only time to see a the line. The food and is go, good. They're on to something. Get the breakfast bowl. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. Are we having those, by the way? It's a farmer's market back home. I went to one on Saturday. Up in the, the, is the one open, though? Des Moines? Des Moines? I don't know if the farmer's market will be open. All right. What were we talking? So er, earlier we were debating restaurants. Yeah, we were talking about 
This is the thing we got to change. We can change this kid's life on another thing here. Okay. Because I was blown away. We were talking about meatloaf, and we were yeah, talking you should, about okay. yeah, we're talking about you. <laughs> we were talking about places to order meatloaf, and it's not a, a thing I would order from a restaurant normally because my wife makes a really good meatloaf. Yeah. But then Sean said he's never ordered spaghetti from a restaurant. He's only had Hard to homemade spaghetti. Hard to believe. And I will tell you, I, I, my wife makes awesome spaghetti also. And we grew up uh, uh, next near an Italian family that made spaghetti that was amazing. You got to order. There are restaurants that make spaghetti that will blow your mind. That is so so much better than. I was thinking of fettuccine Alfredo. I had that for lunch. Um, yes, yesterday or two oh, days ago. Um, not even really a restaurant. It was the Briarwood Country Club here in Ankeny. That was good. But, we were talking about that. that. Was good. But food. I but I thought it was really really good. And, and now I'm thinking about what's the best fettuccine Alfredo I've had at home. And the reality is, for whatever reason, there is a difference between yeah. a restaurant and, I, and and home. Joe, do you know what it is? Because you said the same thing. Like, there's something yeah, different, different product they're getting yeah. that oh, we can't it's, in the it's store. Nicer. Pasta and it's. I, the pasta might be the sauce for sure. Um, you got to try that fettuccine alfredo recipe I sent you. Yeah. Because that's dynamite. Okay. Yeah, I just um, don't go to restaurants and think. Spaghetti-wise, I think you obviously can only order spaghetti at an Italian place. I don't, I don't think you're going to go to yes, don't know, go to an, Johnny's I'm, Hall of Fame. And right. Get or, or, like you or pull your mic them, a little closer. You can get I can them, see people complaining. You can get uh, uh, spaghetti at, like, the Big Steer. And places okay. like that. And, you yeah. you know, some steakhouses yeah. will have spaghetti side dishes. That's not the same. No. That's good. It, that's, that's that homemade. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm getting steak at the big steak. Yeah, right. Sure. But yeah. sometimes you'll get the little side dish of pasta. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a little thing of spaghetti, sure. and it's decent. That's not. You, if now, you I'll go tell to, you, like, spaghetti works downtown. I, I don't. That's not. That, I think, is even lower than homemade spaghetti. I would agree that, wow. uh, yeah, if you're doing... If we were doing that meatloaf scale, the one to four, yep, I've had four star spaghetti. My wife, I would agree. I think spaghetti works is that two and a half, two, two yep. star, three star. It's good. And if you've never ordered spaghetti, if you want a quick meal, but we go there all the time with the family because yep. the kids can eat. Oh, for it's free. Cheap. Yeah, uh, they have peanut butter jelly pizzas. Like they just they have some really cool stuff. Yeah, and then you can have all you can eat spaghetti. I just and don't you, think about getting spaghetti when I go to. What Italian, is the Italian. best spaghetti in Des Moines, in your opinion? Oh, uh, boy, there's a couple really good ones. So uh, I'm I'm partial to Latin King mm-hmm. on the east mm-hmm. side. Uh, Richelli's down on the south side is used to be an amazing restaurant. Uh, yeah. The last couple times I've been there, it's been different. Um. Have any of you been to Rita's, by the way? I'm going there tonight. Rita's, Rita's huh. I'm not. is uh, down on Fleur. I have no idea where it is, to be honest. I think that's the, I think I'm Rita's, just told where I'm going to be I eating. think Rita's is the place on Fleur that's the, that's the old house. No, you're thinking Skips. Skips, that's okay. Yes, thank you, thank you. Very good club sandwich at Skips. Skips is good, yeah, down by the uh, airport. Noah's. Noah's. Yeah, yeah we had at Noah's on Ingersoll. That's really yep. good. Yeah. So... What were we talking about earlier, though? We were talking about uh, well, we were talking about stuff from our childhood that we used to eat at that we were surprised well, was still around, like Bonanza, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and Golden uh, Corral, Golden Corral etc. Ryan's, Ryan's, Ryan's uh, yeah, what, was Ryan's what a chain called. or a one-off? No, it was a chain. Chain. We had one in Burlington, and it was. It, I mean, it was like the bee's knees. You're going to Ryan's. Put on your As good a kid, clothes, right? Put yeah. on your good As clothes. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see that thing that came out the other day that huh. said uh, favorite restaurant by state? 
Yeah, what was it? Was on um, Barstool Sports, maybe? Yeah, it was what a was map. Ours? You know how yeah. we just have it was what I posted today with the teams, right? It's a map showing yeah, who had the right. most, most followers. Was ours et Long John Silver's? No, 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 no. Ours was In and Out Burger. That's right. What? There's what? not even In and Out Burger. And I'm like, yeah. how is this possible? And and like Illinois and maybe Minnesota was Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Like I'm like nobody's favorite no, restaurant. Oh, that's e. Cheese, right. Dude. Somebody on the uh, somebody Nobody. on the coast where they have really good seafood was Long John Silver. So that's when I saw that I kind of thought this was kind of they're trolling. I think maybe it was fast thing. food restaurant, but I'm like In and Out Burger. Had to I mean, been, we don't may, have one. maybe a lot of people from Iowa would say I love In and Out Burger because they've had it out on the West Coast. But, yeah, but. I'm like, who put this one together? Are they aware we don't have one in of those the In and Out Burger is a whole other rabbit hole that we could go down because I personally don't put that high on the list. Again, you think that's it depends uh, on what you it, think it's a hype restaurant. It depends on what list we're talking about. Food, not high on the list. F- fast fast food, burger. food burger, I would put it up, but but that's a pretty thin. That's a pretty low bar to cross. I'd like, take a Big Mac over oh, not a even close. Double Double yeah. or whatever. <laughs> See, That's I, not the there's something, no, Joe. Them's fighting words. We talked about this the other day, and I, I do think that there must be something with a Big Mac, or maybe it's just McDonald's in general. Maybe it's a placebo effect with me. I get literally sick every time I eat McDonald's. Yeah. I, I had a Big Mac a, last night. I get a br- and I did. I the kids wanted. Uh, Aaron was working the other night. She took off. The kids wanted. I, we didn't eat yet. I'm not going to cook because that's awful. So it, I took them to McDonald's any, and I got a Big any Mac. McDonald's. You're talking about? It, yeah, I mean, I got fillet fish, yeah, Big oh, Mac. I wouldn't eat a fillet. You chicken I, McDuggets, dude. I, the people that eat. Dude, the dude fish I'm so hungry McDonald's. for a Big Mac. <laughs> I will fillet fish right now. I would snort. I'm with Joe that. on this. Joe and I have similar diets. Yeah, like. We, which which means that they aren't good. I'd good. snort yeah. that peanut before I'd eat a fillet of fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm I kind of feel like he's he, he's angling for another hundred bucks yeah, right now. No, for me to get him a fillet. I fish. wouldn't do the fish from McDonald's. No way. My dad does that and oh. gets a slice of cheese. Does it come with cheese on it? Oh my it does. god. Cheese. It's, so it, it's a, it's a it slab. It's it's. Uh, I think it's Pollock. It's not cheese. The, fi- they, the fish. I think it's not even fish. Or is it haddock? It's 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 a fish. Uh, it's a square. It's a square piece of fish. They're all the same exact on a, shape. On a circular, on a circular bun. of some kind. Scrod. No, look it up. It's like either it's either haddock. Door. It's either haddock. I think it's haddock. Look up what fillet fish fish I'm actually is. At it. What is fillet of fish made of? So um, you want to Google? So it's a square <laughs> fish. It's a square fish patty on a circular bun, which is funny by itself. Made from made from pollock. pollock. I've never heard right. of pollock yeah, in my I life. I was right. That's okay. So always go with your first guess, pollock. Yep. So it's a uh, slice of cheese. Tartar sauce. Freaking delicious. Love it. Love it. And what's shocking to me, because you're giving me the old poo-poo eye over yeah. there, no is way. that this guy will seek high and low the best fish and chips in all the land. I mean, he's a fish and chips connoisseur. But I've, I, yeah, I think, it, I think it's just getting fish from McDonald's, even though I am a... I, but I'm what's really dumb about that take, Joe, no offense, is like your peak... For fish and chips is Long John Silver's. Well, but that's oh, what a what a hey, bashing of hey, fine dining that hey. place is compared to McDonald's. You guys, if you if you can't get behind the LJS, I, I, you know, I sent him to. There's a, a reason they're all closing, Joe. <laughs> you guys are, this I, I, is gr- I sent him to a restaurant no once saying you got to try this fish and chips, and he goes, "Meh." I go, "Which Meh. one was it?" The. Uh, Mucky duck. Mucky duck. Mucky like duck he'll he'll get it everywhere. Like, Joe will like go to a new yeah. restaurant and like, all right, you got got the fish and chips. Let's roll yeah. with that. Do you fish? Uh, it, no, not Have often. Have you ever had 
fresh fish. Have you ever had yeah. like? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean caught a yeah. fish and growing up, it. we'd have fish fries. Wait, wait, wait! You're telling yeah. me Long John Silver's is yeah. fresh fish? Yeah. Come on. Ross is talking? talking shore lunch. Which I is am talking great. shore lunch, and that that's why I I can't eat fish. I can't no? do it, man. Fillet. That's why. Like, fillet fish is so far down. <laughs> The le- you say that's would, a one star. I would eat everything. Guess what I'm at getting McDonald's. from today? It's already decided <laughs> at this point. I'd lick the 60 degree cooler inside of McDonald's before, before I would. you ate a fillet of fish. But, oh, now granted, I've never had one, so it, I'm not, so hey, even like I think it's the. Do you want me to cheese. buy you one? The uh, cheese throws uh, me well, off. Take the sure. cheese off, dude. I'll, I'll buy you one today. Have it your way. I mean, I feel How like Ross. I feel like Ross is angling for another hundred. I'm not angling for any, But I, I, I want him do you okay, Ross? Ross, all right. Do you like do you like bread? Yes. Do you like do you, Ross? Do you like cheese? I like good cheese. All right. Do you, have you ever had tartar sauce? I love tartar sauce. Okay, so now we're three for three. No, we're not. That leaves a piece of no, fish, we're not. No, which we're you've not. admittedly Mr. never had, Ross. Mister Bad Premise. God, you're telling me not everybody thinks like you, Mark. <laughs> Man, you're such an elitist over there. You haven't even tried it, and you're knocking it. But the that's cheese. one of those things where you can you can like all of those elements, and when you get to get them together, you may not like. The but here's end a chance. Product. There is right. a chance. Right. There's a chance that Ross, who's saying he doesn't even want to eat one for a hundred dollars, I didn't say that. By could the could like like li- no could <laughs> like it. Yeah. We're talking about something that Ross could actually like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, Ross, do you like football? Yeah, yeah. Do you like sex? Yeah, I love it. Do you yeah. want to have sex with a football team? <laughs> well, that only makes sense. <laughs> no, do you want to have sex while you watch, watch football? football? <laughs> yes, of course. All right, so after this is over, I'm going to run down McDonald's. I'm going to get you a filet of fish, Joe. I'm going to get Ross a filet of fish, and we're going to eat them. I'll try one. And if Ross, I'm, I'm and if Ross right. likes I will, it, I will try. he will, I will, he will tweet will. an apology for being judgmental. I'll try it. I respect But, dude, like... And I'll eat it in its purest uh, form, cheese, tart. Eat it the way God intended. I, I yeah. told you this story about when we were up in Wisconsin last year fishing, about a year ago. It was last June. And uh, my cousin was all excited about the the local restaurant has a Friday night fish fry. They mm-hmm. do walleye fish fries. They do Parmesan-crusted walleye. Uh-huh. And everybody was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. I was like, man, I don't think I should order. I should order a ribeye. I should order something else that I'm going to enjoy. My cousin's like, you're going to love this Parmesan-crusted walleye, man. It's the best walleye on the planet. And walleye is arguably the best fish on the planet. Agreed. And we ordered it, and I ordered it, and I took the first bite, and it was like, nope, it's not the same. This is not, I, I have this experience in my head that I've had multiple times of catching a fish, putting it in a cooler, driving to an, a, a deserted island, yeah. starting a fire, cleaning that fish, yeah. eating that fish. You'd it be surprised to know I've had that same experience, right? And, uh, to me, Mister Non Outdoors. To me, the that ex, that the taste of that fish combined with that experience, it, and I'm I'm smart enough to know if if you could just set that those two fish beside one one another and yeah. I ate each one, the Parmesan crusted walleye is going to be way better. Yeah, there's all this other stuff with the other thing, and that's like ordering a that's why ordering a fillet of fish to me doesn't take me back to the island. I bite into it and I go, oh god, yeah. So you'll, your faith will be restored in, in, sure. in weeks-old fish I today when tartar, you have a filet of fish. And I like, when I say I like tartar sauce, I like good tartar sauce that's mm. been kept cold. And, no, you'll and like I, like, I like cheese that's like real cheese made from real dairy. Yeah. 
McDonald's you know, doesn't do Ross, any of this. You know me well enough to know that I, I pride myself on being a connector. I like to do that. Yeah. I, I've introduced all of you to me. each other. You're going to connect me to the filet of fish. I'm going to connect you to a filet of fish today. And this, this is making me actually very excited. Should, I like I like this. Send Williams a text. You might not be on the show later on today <laughs> after eating this Because I puked my guts out. Charter made me filet of fish. I don't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. McDonald's going to sue me. Did you guys listen to the podcast I sent you about the McDonald's French fries? Yes. By the way, yeah. and the beef tallow. Yep. You suck, Nate Lee. <laughs> no, I did not. You can you can shame me because I'm actually on here. Um, okay, so we were at, we were talking about old restaurants today. Let me ask you guys a question because Joe, you're from Burlington. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean and I are kind of from the same spot. Ross is from the Eastside. But you know that uh, uh, Joe lived above the bar that my aunt owned. Yeah, no, you guys. My dad. You, oh, your my dad. dad lived you guys above found the bar. some uh, some connections We've got a there. Lot of connections we got a lot of them. It's a small world. What like you can each name one or two, but what restaurants do you miss from when you were younger that don't exist oh, anymore? Wow, something like one. it could be a chain or it could be an independent. Something that you really looked forward to going to. Uh, maybe it's even good memories of going with your family. That you're like, man, I wish that one was still around. Okay, can I can I pick one that's still around? But like Pizza Hut to me is not what Pizza Hut used no, to be. Not even close. So, so let me let me let me guess okay. before you say this because you and I are similar age. Yeah. Pizza Hut used to be the you'd go there after the ball games. You'd sit down at the sit down Pac Man machine. Mm-hmm. Um, Get the it, giant it, pitcher of Coke. Did did the you, you're thinking you're thinking okay. like good times, good family yeah. times yeah. together, right? Yeah, did the book right. it there? Did the book it things good there? Personal pan you know, pizza. Did, yep. Well, Mark didn't do public school, so Mark might not. No, know not untrue. Through fifth grade. Okay. Did you do book it? Do you no, know what that is? Uh, book it was a reading program that that Pizza Hut sponsored. So you would like. Have to go through your Read library. So Maybe. Yeah, you, the, your librarian would confirm that you read 10 books in a period of time. Then you'd take that certificate to, to pizza, get pizza and get your free pan pizza. Personal awesome, pizza. right. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, no. So, yes, you can still go to Pizza Hut. For yeah. me, I know, these are, I, know, I know these are around still, but there's not anyone anywhere local, at least in the, the way that it was before. Godfather's Pizza. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's there's yeah. still a Godfather's in Des Moines. But yeah. we, we used to go there and for the lunch buffet yeah. or, or whatever, and they'd have like the, the dessert pizza, yep. too. And, yeah. and, you'd get and I feel like there's still one. Like, is there still one on, on, on University? They are it's around, but not not uh, where yeah, they're, they're not in the way okay. that they used Up to. Up in Okaboji, they have a Godfather's semi-truck. It's literally a semi-truck. And it will drive around, kind of like an ice cream truck will. Really? And open its back doors, and you can order full pizzas. They got a full pizza oven in the truck, Holy et cetera. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and people just come outside and grab right. slices or, or full I pizzas. Had a, I had a lot of birthday parties. A lot of people Godfather. love Godfather's. Godfather's Pizza. I know a lot of people that really, really, not not the restaurant, but the, the, the taste. Itself. The yeah. taste. Yeah, so we were thinking, I have fond memories after, uh, there's two, There's well, there's many, but there's two names that jump out. One was Bonanza. We were talking For about sure, Bonanza, Bonanza, which also still exists. But All after you can eat nachos and cheese. But after church, <laughs> uh, a lot of times in church, you'd go to Bonanza and they had like, like kind of like the cattle style uh, line mm-hmm. to get in, you know, with the fo- follow the snake line. Um, good buffet. Another one was just closed in Ames recently. It was Taco Time. Yep. Taco Time. I went never to my went, never went to Taco my time. entire my entire life. Taco. My entire life. I went go to Taco to. Time, um, and you know progress. You know, got torn down. I think I think Taco Time probably did okay business. Actually, they did. You said you were surprised nobody actually bought it because it clearly makes money. Well, it's the one of the weirdest franchises I've ever heard totally. of. It's, it's Taco Time is a franchise, but there's like three of them in the Midwest, right. and then there's a couple out in Idaho. Uh-huh. And so anyway, Taco Time did made it. I, I'd heard rumors that someone else might get it and start it back up somewhere else. 
Um, but that one, that one jumped to mind. And then there's lots of uh, independence. We were talking about Boyd's ice cream the other day. Yep. Boyd's Spuds used to be an ice more. cream. Uh, super, well, Super, super Spud. Super, super Spud Spuds. was awesome. First time and only time I've ever seen a restaurant dedicated to the baked potato. Oh, I remember, yeah, I remember you talking about this. And yep. it was awesome. That's where I found my love of um, cottage cheese baked potatoes. So baked potato, cottage cheese on top. You get a little hot, a little cold, um, and then some chives on top of that. Wonderful. I still make them at home today. I'm racking my brain. I'm like, I'm trying to even mentally move around town. I'm doing the same. To yeah. think about places that, uh, that I used to love to go to that might not exist anymore. And I just, man, I'm really, I'm, I'm you know, we had a bread dough pizza place in town. We had, uh, there was a place in Pleasant Hill that was called Main Street. And it was kind of like our, a little tavern type of thing. Um, and you know those were that was fun memories. That, but that was what there was a place in Altoona that was called Sugar Shack. It moved, oh, yeah. yeah. And now it's yep. in that. Now it's in I a went strip to mall Sugar Shack like a year ago. Yep. What, before it moved, it might oh have been yeah, a little in bit the more old and the really cool in the old corner place. on the oh, corner. I got one. Altoona had a Made Right when the Made oh, Rights were when the Made Right restaurants were different. I don't more know what vintage. changed. We've got one in Ankeny. Did you know that? Where is, is it at? It's, up, it's by Walmart. Can you get a cheese right? With think, the liquid so. cheese, not with a slice I have no idea. Out. No idea at all. Made Right's the, a little bit on the pricey side. Made Right, when I was, the one in Altoona was half the size of this, uh, not a quarter of the size of this mm -hmm. office, the room that we're in. Yeah. And um, every inch of the walls were covered. Every inch was covered in some sort of funny saying, a cartoon that had been cut out of a, of a newspaper or a funny sign that had been you know purchased somewhere. And so you could go there. We went there when we worked, when I did construction with my dad. We'd go there every day for months on end when you were working in that neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, you, you never read all the stuff. You could sit in a different spot in this tiny little room and read the walls for the entire time you were mm -hmm. there. Um, so, yeah, that, those are, that's, a, that's a fun one to think about. But I don't, you know, th then there's like the showbiz pizza. Showbiz brings showbiz. back good memories right. for me. Showbiz yeah, for is sure. essentially what Chuck E. Cheese exactly. is now at the stage yeah. show. I think yeah. that they... But it, it was called yeah. Showbiz yeah. when we were growing up. We would have gone to birthday parties probably there. Definitely yeah. went there. And it was, instead of having the rat, which is Chuck E. Cheese... Yeah. That's a it, mouse. It, okay. <laughs> Pasquale. When you get that big, you're a rat. Uh, the uh, It was... What was... Was it a monk? Was it a gorilla that was the... I don't recall. I bet there's a video of it somewhere on YouTube. Yeah, I guarantee you. That's the, the animatronic characters. Yeah. Uh, man, those freak out little kids, man. I've, I've seen that. it in my own family. They didn't want anything to do with Pasquale beating the drums at Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, do you remember when Richmond Gordman had a playground in the back of it? No. Okay. I don't. Um, we talked, we've talked about the statue that was inside of Merle Hay Mall, the naked guy on the bike. That's now in someone's yard yeah. in Des Moines. Mm. A, in, a, in the middle of Merle Hay Mall, there was a, it's a guy statue, with a bronze statue. And, I mean, we're talking, it was on a pedestal. The pedestal was probably three feet tall. And then on top of that three-foot pedestal was this bronze statue of a naked, grown man riding a tricycle Wearing angel Why? wings. I remember. It. Nobody knows. But like it's 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 it, called. It I there. think it's called like up down. And I know there's a bar with that name, but it's something very 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 similar to that. It's up or down or something. You can Google this. There's a Des Moines Register story about the lady that that bought it. But the pedestal is funny. Ross says pedestal, but even the pedestal holds memories because it was yeah. a sloped right 
pedestal and you try as a kid and you try to run up it or climb up it and then you'd sit on the actual flat part and then slide back down yeah. to the floor. So, so funny, Mark. I remember all that. Mall would oh, yeah. be trying to climb the statue of the naked man. The naked man. And twig and berries were on there and everything, man. Yep. Yep. Yeah, nobody was offended. Nobody. And it was, it. I mean, it was just something that was there and it was very weird. I mean, remembering it now, <laughs> very weird. And my, I don't remember my parents ever being like, come away from the creepy naked statue, yeah. Ross. They never were. It was like, yeah, go, just, yeah, don't. I, I grew up with, statue for a Don't while. get kidnapped. Yeah. Everything else is okay. <laughs> I grew up with Westland Mall in West Burlington, Iowa, where we just had a big clock in the middle of the mall, not a naked guy on a tricycle. That's so, too yeah, bad for is, you. I, I feel like I, I feel, was I feel bad for your childhood. For sure. yeah. Merle <laughs> was fun because even to this day, I haven't been to Merle in a long time. Yeah. Um, shout out to our friend Jay Shreve. He owns uh, JC and Hobby, which is in Merle somewhere. Haven't seen it. Um, but, that, <laughs> but that area, I think, is still existing. The statue, of course, is not, but I was even well, like that it's, area uh, because that's got like an upper level on a lower level and it was just kind of a cool spot in the mall now it is the flicks brew house but yeah. that's like is that area still there yeah, yeah. yeah. so it, you'll you'll see it mark when you if you were to walk in there i'm surprised you haven't been is to it flicks. right down kind of i have place. no i have been to flicks but i've gone from the outside so all i really saw was flicks. Oh, okay well when, if you walk in and you were to look around and just visual and remember you you'll realize that the where the escalator comes down for Flick's Brewhouse yeah. is almost is right where, where the the naked. If I again, maybe I could be wrong. They've done a lot of remodeling over there, and that yeah. was decades ago. And our memories are really crazy. But other than other than Jordan Creek, going to malls right now kind of makes me a little bit sad, especially North Grand Mall up in Ames, which yeah. could not be more pathetic of a mall. Um, I remember seeing someone did a video, some celebrity did a video where they went to their hometown and walk through the mall, which was open, mm -hmm. but every store was closed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Valley West is struggling. A lot of closures. I don't think Merle Hay is Merle Hay, I, nearly I, as robust as it was. Southridge, I think, is a ghost town. You guys don't even, Southridge isn't even, that was, I mean, that was my mall when I was growing up in Pleasant Hill. Yeah. And uh, they're just a shell of themselves it, at this point. Southridge hasn't, Southridge, you wouldn't even say is a shell of itself, and hasn't been for a decade. I mean, mm -hmm. it is. You can watch, you can find videos of people ten years ago walking around <gasps> Southridge, and it looks like you could set a cannon off in that place and not scare anybody. I mean, it's crazy. And now, it was just purchased. Southridge was. I just saw something in the in the news the other day that or something was looking at buying it and turning it into some sort of indoor sports complex or something like that. Which I don't know how you do that last with time I was 15, 20-foot yeah. ceilings. You know, last time I was there, they had a indoor ice skating rink, but it was like plastic tiles yes. that you would skate on. Yep. And, and caddy corner to that was basically a flea market. Like yeah. it, it felt like the entire Southridge Mall. Was Reminds me of the mall market. in uh, Mall Rats. It's they go bad, to they, they go to the yeah. other mall where the yeah. psychic is. It's like yeah. a flea market <laughs> right. mall. That's right. You know what I'm talking about, Ross. Southridge um, is bad, man. I, yeah, I have, bad. Rod, have, have you reached the age, Ross? We're a very similar age. You guys are a little bit younger. What are you clocking in at? What how old are you guys? Just turned 37. 37. What are you, Joe? Be 35 next month. Yeah, young pups over there. Um, have you reached full nostalgia age? I certainly have, man. And I'm just cognizant of it at this point. Shut up, Nate. Nate's 25. Screw that guy. Yeah. Oh, 26. All right. Oh, old fart. What a we're, we're talking about stuff that Nate Nostalgia for sure, about. man. Yeah. So, I so mean, just like everything, the mall right? The is bringing right? back nostalgia. Like I find yeah, myself not, not literally tearing up, but like, no. uh, I'm not even a country fan, but Blake Shelton has one, a song that I got turned on to that it's called I Lived It. And it's just about like his childhood and, mowing the yard and stuff and i just particularly like that song 
and I'll drive around. So a, another perfect example, I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but I've mentioned plenty of things and then done it again. So my bad, another part of growing old, but I literally just ordered a, I tracked one down a, a Flintstones themed egg machine. Um, I bought, and this was like when you went into Kmart or whatever the, in that lobby area, that games, they had their little rocket ship that you would ride and all that. And one of the things um, that I saw in Perry, Iowa, which is where my grandparents were. So we'd go visit grandpa and grandma and then we'd go to Alco, which was a store. Yeah. And in Alco, they had a Flintstones egg machine where you put your quarter in, Fred Flintstone spins around, yells yabba oh, okay. dabba do, and an egg falls out yep. with a prize in it. A, a Dino egg, right? A Dino. And yeah. Dino's on it. It's just got, right. it's kind of cool. It's because it's branded Flintstones, but it's this other thing. So I knew these existed. So I tracked one down in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, it's on its way to my house now. I'm going to put it in my basement. Nice. But I find myself wait, doing... Wait, I thought it was coming here to the office. Yeah. No, no, no. Come the on, office man. does not deserve this thing. This is going to Mark's house. So uh, you're free to play it, though, for free in my house. I'll do, I'm going to give you the quarter. <laughs> so that type of stuff, thinking about... And I have a lot of memories of the mall in Ames because yeah. I grew up two blocks away from it. Kettle corn was another one that I was... Or caramel oh, corn. Oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. There's the smell of that. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was going to ask you guys, do you have like a favorite childhood memory specifically related to the summer we're in the summer now mine was in the summer i think on wednesdays in ames they might have done away with this when sean came around was in the summer for probably a dollar you might have even had to clip a coupon they would show a, a kids movie and it wasn't a brand new release movie it was like willy wonka or, so, or something that was older this was back when the mall had two theaters yeah. in the front right yeah and it was nothing but kids. I mean, mm. parents at that time were looser than they are today. Yeah, drop them off. Bring the kid off. The theater would be jammed full of kids. You know, they'd be giving money for snacks. Kids are throwing hot tamales at each other. <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. I loved it. Mom came back two hours later, picked you up. In my case, I walked home. But for me, that, that sticks out. And now I'm like, man, our kids miss out on stuff like yeah. that. That stuff doesn't exist anymore. So I've got, I've got two. One, one that we spoke about earlier today, which is the... Uh, in Boone, where my grandparents lived, uh, there was a putt-putt golf course yep. right by the Dairy Queen. And if you hit on the last hole, your ball would disappear regardless. But if you hit it into the clown's mouth, you got a free Sunday. And I did it once. Yeah. I got a free Sunday once. Best day of his but, life. But that, you know, Grandpa take it. And no matter what, I always got a Sunday because Grandpa yeah, would buy right, me a right. Sunday. But I, that was, you know, my childhood memory for sure. The other one would be, there was a, a card shop that was in my neighborhood, a baseball card shop that uh, it was called BJ's uh, that we would ride our bikes to. And that this was no short. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. bypassing wow. the BJ's. I, was, I was just like waiting for you <laughs> to yeah, jump th in there. Thanks for bypassing that BJ's. I've, I've jumped he's, in too he's much. Not trying to, he's trying not to ruin my childhood <laughs> where, memory. Wait, wait, here, where Ross. was this though? So it was down. Uh, so yeah, I, I grew up. basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some dude's basement. You had to, you know, take your shirt off. In order Secret to knock. <laughs> so oh, no, it was, uh, so I grew up down South Ames by yep. Kate Mitchell. Yep. Uh, there was a, um, a gas station called Shars sure. down there. Yep. And it was about a block away from Shars. Okay. Which means we were riding our bikes down Jewel Drive and then on to Duff Avenue. Busy street. Which is a very busy street. Yep. So, like, you talk about your kids missing out on stuff. Oh, like yeah. Riding your bikes and, and going, Mom, I'm going to. Dude, my, kid, to my kid's never even rode his bike outside our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Right. I would ride all over Ames with, with other kids yeah. all over the place. And those things make me a little sad. That, that was probably my biggest one was just 
you you would you would start your day at 9 a.m. and you would just get on your bike. Yeah, see you later, and mom. You, and, and you would just be gone. When the street lights came on, you, you're that's riding when to the you're, pool, you're riding to, to your buddy's back. house, you're riding all over town. I remember cliched stuff like being in my backyard and literally being up in a tree with a buddy like for hours, mm-hmm. like just up in the tree, just talking about whatever eight or nine year olds talk about. Yep. Uh, we might like take a boom box up there, like listen to the uh, Karate Kid cassette oh, yeah. back, back from the day. It's like just, just fun, you know, fun. Ross is looking at me all no, skeptical. No, 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 no. Ross didn't have any fun growing up. Oh, dude, uh, I did all that stuff. Uh, you know, we rode around, and we—I grew up in an amazing neighborhood with a bunch of brothers. So we had the Austin brothers and the Child brothers and the Pennick brothers, and there was Dave Thornton and Van Garmin, and we all lived within blocks of each other. I mean, a block of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the childs had enough room in their backyard for a football field. We had enough room in our front yard to play baseball. The Austins had a basketball court in their backyard, so we just did Olympics all the time. It was just a constant movement of uh, of boys, and then we, I mean, even guys that didn't live on our block, like Ryan Moyle and Ryan Childs and Kevin, all these guys, or, or uh, Josh Christensen. We grew up with an amazing group of dudes. And then at night, even when the when the uh, streetlights came on. We played a version of tag that we called Spotlight, where you played with a, a flashlight. Mm-hmm. So we would all meet at the Penix front porch. That was base. The boundaries were essentially about a three-block area of Pleasant Hill. The, it was 10 o'clock at night in the middle of June, pitch black, and you would turn off all the lights on the porch, and one person would start to count. And they'd count to 100, and you'd go hide in the trees. Yep. You'd yep. go hide in the park. You'd go hide, the, go hide in the, the bushes. Graveyard. And you and you took that seriously, didn't you? You're like, we, I'm going to find a great we, spot. Oh yeah. We yeah. loved that game. We played that game every night for, I don't even know, man. I don't even know how long. Yeah. And the memories I have of that, I couldn't even, I, I could, I feel like the James Earl Jones thing, man. I could brush those memories away from my face right now. There's uh, there's a, there's 50 of them. And I, and I wasn't even sure what I would like when you're like, what do you remember from childhood? It's like, well, I remember playing baseball with my buddies until you said the street lights thing. And it was like, click that all, all of those things came back, man. First mm-hmm. time I grabbed a boob. First time I touched a boob was with Trisha Smith. Oh, sorry, Trisha. Hope your husband or somebody doesn't listen. What did it feel like, Ross? A bag like a bag of, of sand. sand. Like a bag of sand, man. Yeah. What, what, like I'm trying, what, Street lights grabbed a boob. Like what? What, what happened here? There was just like this odd no, connection that just got lights, made. When the street lights went on, that was when we would play spotlight. Yeah, spotlight brings back this amazing amount of memories. I hadn't thought about the boob thing until I was in the middle of yeah. that stream of I consciousness. The, I mean, really, the memories that come back are like what you were talking about, Mark. Hiding in a tree with one of my buddies and sitting there talking, and well, and you'd see the spotlight come up through. Be like, hey, shut up, shut up, because Mark, yeah. Yeah. shut up. I remember playing that game, but I had the light up shoes. <laughs> All I'm thinking of is uh, the uh, the Journey song, Streetlight People. That's oh, yeah. what I'm thinking of uh, from uh, Don't Stop Believing. So Ross was I was the, lucky, the dude. Person. I grew up uh, across the street from the park that had the baseball fields and oh, nice. the school. Yeah. So it was uh, every day was over there playing double or nothing or finding yeah. – you know, we had summer camps that happened up there. So you'd go up there and ch- literally chase the girls around the park or whatever this, it was. This was where I started to get my thick skin, I think, uh, because there was no technology back then whatsoever. So I would do the same. We had a circle where there was a light pole in the middle of the circle right behind my house. That was base. Mm-hmm. And we, you, we'd scatter from there. And I would play 
um, until my mom would raise the window in our house and, and yell out the window, Mark, come on for your bath. <laughs> so then everyone's like, Mark, go home for your bath. <laughs> Talk to your bath, Mark. <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, guys, I got to go home for my bath. So that's the, you know, it started early. It's rubber ducky time. For me, yeah. Yeah, and I still love bass. What, what about, um, what about kind of the, the mischief you guys remember growing up? Because I've, I've got two things in particular. One, and I, I don't know if any of you have ever done this, the, the poop in the purse. No. So you would put. <laughs> you have lost you, Usually me. dog shit in a purse. Yeah. Okay. And set Hang it, it on the side of the road. Yeah, Burlington's a dark place. And, and cars would stop <laughs> to pick it up thinking, hey, there's a purse. Oh, my God. And then you'd hide in the trees and you would see them slam on the brakes, you know. 30 feet later because they dug their hand in the purse to see what was in it. I mean, I, I can admire this. And get, and get a handful of it's, shit. It's, it's I, literally never, the I've first time I've it. ever heard of it. Oh, and, I've seen I've seen and, it in movies and so I didn't, and I'm I've sure never done if, it. if anybody, any of my sisters or my mom hear this or the neighbors, they'll know they'll now know why all their purses disappeared. Oh, oh man. Oh, my gosh. You, know, you'd have to, you had to get a purse. Hey, whose too. mom has an extra yeah. purse they're not using? Go grab it. We're going to put well, the poop other, in The other one I've heard about is you put uh, poop in the paper sack. Oh, and light it on fire. And then light it on fire on the front door and knock on the door. Uh, Billy, Billy, shit Billy poop, Madison. Man. Yeah, right. He the, called the shit poop. Yeah, and the, Love yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy comes out and Love stomps it. on it. So, no, that's dark, Joe. What else uh, do you got for us? Uh, in Burlington, there was the Green Bridge, this old metal bridge on Main Street, kind of right outside of one of the parks. And for whatever reason, people would throw stuff off of it. Mm-hmm. Like, TV. We're going to throw stuff off the Cou- bridge. TVs, couches. <laughs> Bodies. Pooping people's purses. We've, we've, we've watched people throw a moped off of it. And it was, it was a, I couldn't even tell you, 30, 30 foot drop. Yeah. So, I mean, people just got kicks of throwing stuff what off was, the green Was bridge. there a river underneath it? Was underneath it just a gorge? Underneath was the sewer it? trail. So, there was a, con- it was okay. a sewer leading down to the, to the river, but there was a trail on top of it, a concrete sidewalk. Okay. Um, so you could walk down there. So it's just a huge so pile of ma- junk. You would make sure nobody was down there yeah. when you're throwing stuff. Um, one of the funniest, and in, in, in hindsight, could have been one of the most dangerous memories I have of doing that as we were there. Uh, my buddy Tracy, I won't use any last names, was <laughs> on the Green Bridge. I think Tracy was on the Green Bridge, and my buddy Lamar was down on the trail. Tracy throws a bowling ball off of the Green Bridge, and when it's about halfway down, he goes, Lamar, watch out, bowling ball's coming down. And he looks up and moves <laughs> just in time not to get smacked by this oh eight-pound bowling by ball. By smacked, you mean killed. Killed, yeah, killed by a bowling ball. Yeah. 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 You yeah. See, what's funny about that this, Joe, is problem. what you're describing, people now make millions of dollars a year just oh, probably filming doing. on, yeah. putting on YouTube. 100%. Yeah. I watched the, uh, my son was watching a kind of a documentary about Dude Perfect and those guys. Oh, yeah. Who travel oh, the and world make and millions make what a, life, a, ton, a ton of money, having fun my every single ones day. That my my son has found, I think, and I'm going to screw it up. They're called like How Amazing or How Fantastic. It's I, the three guys that are like Australian. Oh, where um, they like prank each other? No, 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 no. They do guys? they do really cool stuff. It's all it's always throwing things off of stuff, but it's okay. all based around science. They just, the other ones did one with gosh. Mark Rober, I think. They do yeah. the uh, like spin the ball backwards exactly. off the dam, the see Magnuson, how far out it goes. Yeah, Magnuson effect or whatever it is. Yeah, and yeah, then they they've got a bounce, bunch of. They try to bounce a car. With they Mark bounce Rober. stuff off trampolines. Yeah, yeah they, they had the, that's the guy that was the NASA. Yeah, the yeah the, did the squirrel obstacle. Yeah, that's a really he's a good one too. I like him. Yep, they work with. So that's a they're a good one, Mark. Because they're not, dude. Perfect to me is way too broy. 
It's weights, you know what I mean? Probably. The whole thing is just like... Too like, oh! Yeah, exactly. You got it right. Too many things revolved around a basketball hoop and I just, on that show. And they, do, they do cool stuff, and I think that they're like really that, fun I like guys that to hang show. I like the show because it's clean, and kids yeah. like it. You the, know? the how fantastic or how amazing, I should look it up and see what that one is, because it, they, they are, if you've got kids, they're a really fun one to watch because they... There's nothing. They're super clean. Yeah. It's always informative stuff. There's like real science involved in it and stuff like that. Speaking so. of YouTube videos, Ross, I, I heard from a couple people that do want us to put something in the river and see how this thing ends up. So that could be our, our YouTube video, our claim, claim to fame. We're going to float something from the Des Moines River down you in the ocean. A, get a tracker. Get a, did you determine need, a hamster ball? We need it. We we need. Well, we need we need a, something to put it in and uh, tracker, and we're ready to go. The 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 tracker thing is it's going a tracker that's going to last a while. It, that's the problem that I because mm -hmm. I I kind of started to do a little bit of researching on it, and uh, man, the to get one that has a battery life that would actually last because according months. to Jeff, we're talking about months mm -hmm. that this thing would be out there. And even if it sent a signal every couple of days or something, like they're just ridiculous expensive. And then to think about trying to put it in something that would be waterproof and be able to and that won't get and, picked up and that what right and and to mark people it clearly is that people, your, yeah, science experiment in progress. But listen, do not touch. We, we are not afraid of these obstacles. Okay, we are doing it because it's hard, not because it's easy. Yeah, I mean Ross, I know it's some the people hard with some that money. Makes it good. Like, yeah, it's just, the it. hard that makes it good. <laughs> That's what she said. I, dude, I did drive down, been to Knoxville a couple times in the last couple of weeks and watched that water fluctuation happen on that that water table oh, sure. at Red Rock. Holy cow. Yeah. Our timing on this thing, it's almost like we should do it a couple different times because there are days you drive down there and, and Red Rock looks like an ocean. There are days you drive down there and Red Rock looks like a big version of the river. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and a, a week apart, the, it's uh, it's amazing the miles and acres of land that get covered by water. So our ball could end up 500 yards from any sort of water two days after we launch it. Yeah, because it could float clear up into the weeds, yep. and then we anyway. need we need to do it. We need yeah. to make it happen. We got some smart listeners out there. Maybe someone knows something about trackers that we can. I mean, I don't know if you can put a tracker in a golf ball or whatever people are capable of doing now. This is this is a doable project, Ross. I think that's what I say. I'm saying it's doable. I'm and you're Mr. I know I got are, a guy. I got a guy for that. There are yeah. obstacles. I've got guys. Ross is do you have a tracker Mr. Guy? Pondstar. I am Mr. Pondstar. Rick I like Rick that Harrison. one. Yeah, we call an expert. The other day at lunch, you had a guy for. Yeah, we were talking about green cards. Green I, got, cards. I got a guy that's. A green green yeah, we were talking about green cards, and Ross says I got a guy. And two minutes later, <laughs> he's got a guy on the phone. Describing in depth his process of <laughs> getting married, how the green card works. Dude, was that not crazy when he told us that he had to know the they, color? So they actually test. This is something you see in movies sometimes. They didn't know if it was real, but this guy uh, was Canadian, yeah. got married, got his green card, um, and then you have to be married two years. Um, otherwise, if it's short of that, you can get sent back immediately. And you do meet with a customs official that will quiz you on your marriage. Like mm -hmm. weird questions that we all admitted we don't know about our significant like, other. Yeah, you like spouse. the toothbrush. What, what color what is color your wife's yeah, toothbrush? toothbrush? Like I have no idea about that. None whatsoever. I mean, I'm glad I could name her eye color and hair color. Aaron, Aaron bought my toothbrush for me. I went home and asked her last night. 
what color is my toothbrush? And she's like, I don't know. I uh, blue. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's green I right now. So how much you love me. For, yep. for me, the best yeah. part of that whole thing was that Ross got the guy on the line and he he just hey man. And then he launched into his question. And his guy the guy goes, Okay, yeah. So and he, oh, he, yeah, he just started I've never right I've there. never Ross has done this in front of me yeah. probably three times. Like okay. He had no Where issue he, with this that. is how Ross does it. He calls guy, puts on speaker. Yeah, he doesn't give him. Okay, doesn't 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 yeah. even really tell him, no, hey, you're on speaker no with six guys. And he's like, hey, hey, tell me about that green card. And you would think they just they just must know Ross, right? right? Because a normal saying. person would be like, dude, what? Why? Why do you want to know right. this? Who are people around As right now? Ross doesn't say any of it, no. dude. And then we all chime in, and that guy's like, oh, he's like, hey, yeah, hey, oh, Buck, hey, hey, Buck, <laughs> Buck, uh, you know, uh, don't ask me why I'm, a, you know, you know, he wouldn't even say that. He's like, remember that time you sniffed the panties? Yeah. Why did you do that? <laughs> It's like he has a no questions asked policy with all of these guys that he Yeah, knows. there's a group of people <laughs> listening to this answer. It's not like, I want to know because I told all my friends you sniffed panties. Yeah. Just tell me about that time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a fun day, well, dude. Like, I remember the, that one. The other day I had a snake in the yard, and all of a sudden I get a text from Ross and two random numbers <laughs> saying, hey, my buddy, has this, <laughs> my buddy has this snake in the yard. What kind is it? Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, I appreciated it. But like, <laughs> I did. No. So I think I did ask you that, right? You're the one who sent me the picture. Yeah, I sent Ross yeah. a picture, and I said, because uh, I had a specific guy in mind, I said, I bet you would know what snake this is. But yeah. you never said you responded, so you actually did respond to Joe. Yeah, so what I did, when I, because there's, man, I don't even think of like, all right, I'll tell Mark, yep, I got it, and I'm going to take care of it. When I got that picture, I saved the photo, and I sent a, a text message, because I figured there's no point in me sending a text to these guys and saying, yeah, hey, yeah. what type of snake is that? Yeah. And they tell me, and then I tell Joe, just include Joe. Yeah. And there's no point in me telling you, hey, man, I got that message. I'm going to take care of it. Just take care of it. Yeah. Like, help, help your so, friend. So your guy did know. He did know. Here's the thing. It turned out Joe, on his Facebook post, people had already kind of figured it out. Or is that, was that where it came kind of from? Kind of, sort of. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but Jeff did... Jeff did help out. What it was, was it? In what fact, was it? Uh, a bull, some type of bull snake? Rat? No, no, it wasn't bull. It was I a, fo- in a second. fox, fox, fox snake. snake. Fox yeah. snake. Which I'd never heard of. That thing was big, man. It, it wasn't. It was the biggest snake that I've found in the it, wild. Scary, ever. scary big was yeah. how big that snake was. Those, you know, what the garter snakes or yeah. gardener snakes. I, it was, know what I had, a, which I have a question about that post because you you asked how. Far can snakes see? And I, 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 was, I wanted was, to know the context was, yeah. for that. Right. Well, I was being, I was joking because at one point he was doing like that maneuver you see where cobras do. Ready to where they're like, coil, they coil up and then they start standing up. Yeah. Like this. And I'm like, that shit's not good. I don't like that. <laughs> and then as I'm moving around, I, I mean, it was a joke yeah, you know, yeah, how yeah. far they can see, but like he's tracking me. He's tracking me wherever I'm at. I'm surprised your house wasn't on the market by the end of the day, dude. It uh, it was taken but, care of. But that is not not something I've experienced in Anchorage. Joe did but, Joe did the right thing. He called the DNR. He had the yep. DNR come out and safely remove it from his property. So they'll and actually I, do that. They care enough about one snake to come out there and grab it and yep. relocate it and all of that. We found seems a little far fetched. We so they they drained the pond um, north of Waveland Golf Course. There's a cemetery. I think it might be called Waveland Cemetery. Right? Is it? Yeah. And there's a big, great big right pond the in street, there. Right. Yep. Right. They mm-hmm. drained that pond a couple of years ago and they did some renovations to it. I live about half mile from that area, and one day our dog went outside. We had a, a sheep dog, and the sheep dog went outside and started yelping really weird. And we went out, and she was bleeding in her ear, and there was a snapping turtle in our yard <laughs> that was 
the size of a manhole cover. Wow. I'm, I, I mean, this thing was yeah. two it had feet to have been across. I've seen, it had, I've, it I've had seen come some from, huge. It had come from turtles. that pond. And we didn't know what to do with it. Our, our neighbor, in hindsight, wanted to kill it and make turtle soup out of it, but we didn't <laughs> think of that. So we, we did actually call the DNR, and yeah. we said, we have found this turtle that is not a... This thing is huge. Yeah. And we don't know what to do with it, but can somebody come get it? And the DNR did come and well, yeah, take it wait. and relocate it, whatever that means. Yeah, I wonder where they put Joe's snake. Yeah, probably in the neighbor's yard. Probably. They, they drove yeah. halfway down the block and let it out. Are there, like, is there ever, I've heard this, I don't know if this is true, but probably is there ever, it. is there ever a, a reason to see a snake outside in your house and here locally and be fearful of it? And I asked that question because I was known for no venomous snakes, but I've also heard that there can be rattlesnakes in southern Iowa. Yeah, is that true? They're near Winterset, down, down Madison. Winterset? Yeah. That's not even southern. No. The thing that threw me off with this snake, and after doing a little bit of research, it mimics a rattlesnake because when it's, when it's in fear, its tail, the very tip of its tail starts shaking back and forth really fast. Yeah. And this one was kind of a brownish, like it didn't look like a snake that I'd be like, oh, look, yeah. there's a snake in the backyard. Yeah. It'll go away. I mean, it was a bigger snake than normal. See, if we weren't on the air right now, I'd call one of my guys and I would say, hey, <laughs> tell me about all the venomous snakes in Iowa and where they are. And he'd yeah. say, oh, okay, sure, no problem. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, and I'd do it on speakerphone <laughs> and you would, and then we would all learn and I'd say, all right, thanks a lot, man. Talk to you later. You ever need anything? Yeah, you know, you click. can call me and I owe you a favor now and I'd hang up the phone and then we'd all be wiser. But no, instead we'll just sit here and talk about it. Well, I think everybody, I think everybody has at least. Whoa, that's, that's my fault. That's a, that's loud. I think everybody has at least one. Speaking of, we could do animal. that, Ross, because the phone's hooked to Bluetooth. Oh, on the wow! Air. Everybody yeah. has one animal or reptile or something that they don't mess with. Snakes Keep that are in mind for, me. for next. Time. Like I don't care what kind of snake it is. I don't want to mess with a snake. Um, Wait, so did yeah, you just, did you just put Kim on the on the podcast with us? No. Oh, I ignored her. Oh, okay. I was like, what the hell's going on here? Sorry, Joe. What yeah, when it, whenever I find a snake, I'm, I'm not dealing with that. Big spider, big spiders, I don't want to deal with those. I don't care about spiders. Else, I'll be all right. You know. I'm all right with spiders. I don't like snakes at all, and I don't know what it is about mice. Like, I mice, can... Mice bother you? I don't even know what it is, man. Like, mice, I can... I remember one specific time when I was fishing up in North Dakota, and... We had set some st a bag down in a corner of a room, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I could hear something rustling in that bag. I was yeah. like, ah, there's a mouse in this old house, and it's in that bag over there, and I need to go get it. So I went over to this bag knowing that there was a mouse that was going to come out of this area of, of the house, okay? Yeah. And I know that the closer I get, the more likely I am to scare it, and it's going to come out. But you know what? When that mouse came running out of that from behind that bag, it scared the oh, shit out of me. Oh, pants, yeah. I so knew that you're not a, you're not afraid of the mouse. You're afraid of being. It just being that, that startled yeah, that yeah, startling yeah. thing gets me every time, and even when are, I know yeah. it. Like he's gonna come bolting out of there in some direction or another, and I know he's gonna do it. So oh, yeah, it happened. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but spiders, big spiders, don't care about. I don't know many people that like big spiders. Yeah, I'm not a fan of spiders. If, if you said there's a spider right there on the floor or something like that, I, I wouldn't care. But if, the, if you yeah. said, hey, there's a spider on your shoulder, and I didn't know it was A little there, different. Yeah. That's when I'm going to freak out. But th that, that could be true of anything. You know, there's a mouse mouse on your shoulder. There's yeah. A, you know, <laughs> there's a caterpillar yeah. on your shoulder. <laughs> no, no, I mean, not really. But, like, <laughs> but if you don't know it's there, that's the part that, you know, will get me. Yeah, I, must, I think snakes, for most people, probably... People just probably don't it's like different. snakes in general. Right. 
Notice snakes, notice spiders, notice anything that I'm, doesn't belong in my house I'm really glad we don't all. live in like Arizona or something. Oh, no, like that. scorpions in uh, your shoes. You'd have to check Florida. your shoes every Thank time. You. Florida, get alligators in your pool. Yes. I mean, have you ever been yeah. to a Florida hotel and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, before you jump in the pool, make sure there's no sure. alligators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, that's funny. They're like, no, no, no seriously, yeah. you'll snakes. die. Yeah. Don't let your dog off a leash because it could be eaten by a reptile. Yeah. We don't have that conversation in right. Iowa. No. I've talked to many people about how great Iowa actually is for a lot of reasons like that, like certain weather events that we don't have. Iowa has its drawbacks, don't get me wrong, but Iowa also has to be one of the safest places to possibly live based on it. all of those external good. factors. And if you're wanting to move to central Iowa, give me a call. <laughs> Ross Peterson. You want to, you know... He's on Twitter. He's on Facebook. Uh, don't direct message him on Twitter, though. He doesn't I do. That. I opened that up. I, I didn't realize that was something that I had to do. I opened that up. You were I taking some really- hate from someone that wanted to reach out and, uh, you know, who knows what they wanted. I don't know. Maybe he wanted to buy a house with you, Ross. No, he didn't want to buy a house. Oh, he just wanted to tell you that you suck. He wanted to say good job. Well, well, maybe it was cool. I shouldn't say it like that. That's yeah, that awesome. That sounds like it was a bad that's, thing. That's awesome. I, I, I should not. I was going to say you wanted to tell me to yeah. f off no, or something. But no, when when Mark's like, was it somebody wanting to give you thousands of dollars to do a job? No, it was somebody that was just saying, hey, keep it up. You know, we say Ross, not yet, not yet, yeah. not yet. All right, yeah. he might be coming around. Hey, but by the way, no, Ross is correct. If you want to buy or sell a house, call Ross. He's uh done a done a couple deals in the middle of a couple deals. He's still green. He's still a little wet behind the ears. But boy, I'm but motivated to help you. Oh yeah, he is. He is. He's done a good job so far. <laughs> and, and save uh, the money and save you a and lot. And when of you money. hire Ross, I love all the questions that Ross asked me. So I get to be involved too. So happy to help. Buddy. Whether whether Mark wants to or not, he's involved in every deal I'm doing right now. <laughs> Definitely, I have. So got, is Nate. So is um, uh, we got a good team Nate, around here. So Bancy Reed has probably helped me, and he doesn't even realize it. Uh, every, we got a really good team. Speaking of help, I'm going to help you guys to the best money you've ever had. i got to end this thing so I can go grab a filet of fish and bring it back to the office. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Another episode of Jump the Shark is in the books. Ross and I hope you had fun with us and we made your week a little better. If you love the show, you can help the show. Please subscribe to us wherever it is you listen to your podcast. You can also show some love by telling others about Charterhouse Real Estate We have made it easy for you to talk about us by charging sellers a lot less commission. They will thank you for giving them our name. We truly appreciate your support, and we will talk to you next week.